do I have to say anything else? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so we can, we can cut that. <laughs> What's up, church family? It's your girl, Brenda, and we're here to give you this week's episode of DTS. And if you're disappointed because you see my face instead of Breno's face, sorry about your luck. He's a beautiful man of God, but he isn't here today. But we are talking about his message, which was absolute fire. Am I right, guys? Yeah, it's really good. absolutely. It's really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before we jump into the message today, I want to introduce my guests and ask them a question. So. Sure. Who are you? All right. <laughs> My name is Don, uh, and I'm a senior pastor here. So, yeah. Sweet. Yeah, I'm Leora. I attend the church here. Yeah, yeah. So, my question is, if you had your own talk show, who would be your first guest? They can be dead or alive. I'm pretty sure the last time that I was on DTS, I had the same answer, and it's Neil Armstrong, just because I'm so fascinated by, like, his journey to space, and I just want to like, talk to the guy. Like, did he actually walk <laughs> on the moon? Like, was that for real, for real? I think it was for real, for real, okay. I, I, but, I, but I could question. ask him, be like, sure. be straight with me, Neil. Did mm-hmm. you do it? Mm-hmm. It'd be great. It'd be a good time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I actually love this concept. You bring this up. I didn't. I never thought about this as an icebreaker. So I thought, if I, I if I had my own talk show, that would be epic. Number one, <laughs> right? Right. I, I would like, watch it. I would watch like, it. Like, wow. <laughs> you, I got some stuff rolling now. Like podcast, giving you ideas. And the neat thing about this is, I would want to talk to a guy who does have his own podcast, who's pretty mm-hmm. famous. Uh, John Cooper from Skillet. If you guys don't Shocker. watch Cooper's stuff, which is John Cooper's good. podcast, it is epic. But what I love about John Cooper is that most people might know him uh, from Skillet, which is kind of, you know, heavy kind of mm-hmm. metal music, Christian uh, music. But I, what I didn't know about him was his uh, theological training. Hmm. And and when I first began to listen to his podcast, I was shook by his shook the, it, shook it, yeah, <laughs> by his theological training. And I found myself just saying, where did he get his education, yeah. his biblical understanding? Mm-hmm. Like the, obviously, this is a guy that's not just a metalhead and right. a music guy. Like he knows the scripture and his doctrine is incredible. So I would really love to have that conversation with him because I'm more than impressed by. Cooper. So Cooper stuff. Wow. But we would do PD stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Collab. Yeah, collab. Yeah. Yeah. So, like I said, I'm Brenda, and I think I would have Tori Kelly as Ooh. my guest. So there is. No, no, I'm, no, no. Why? I'm about to explain. Okay. <laughs> so, for as long as I, you know, like. How some people like fangirl over like so many like celebs and artists. Okay. The only celeb that I fangirl over is Tori Kelly. Like I've been her fan since like the beginning of her career, and I've watched her just like escalate. And I think she's awesome. She's just a great example of um, a Christian that is um, in the world and staying true to herself and just 
really making use of mm -hmm. the gift God gave her because she's like a phenomenal vocalist yeah. and artist and I think all of her music is incredible and I just want to be your friend like if I could just be friends with anyone I would be friends with her oh boy yeah Love it. So right, I'm gonna have to do some research on Tori Kelly. Oh yeah, no, I, I can send you her gospel. Album. Okay. It is fire. Right. She, you she won't be disappointed. Frankly, yeah, you won't yeah, be disappointed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I like gospel. So yeah, yeah. She has a good yeah. variety for sure. So he was speaking um, directly to the young people, but the sermon also applies to every other age group. Because I think in the kingdom of God, if you're alive and breathing, you have a calling on your life and you have an assignment. Mm -hmm. And the gist of his sermon, well, it was called Wind the Clock. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And he was saying that the young people of this church are at an empire state building moment. Right now at this moment, God is here moving and doing a new thing. God has proven himself to be faithful to this church and he is giving us an opportunity mm -hmm. to grab a hold of the vision of this church. Mm -hmm. The young people must embrace God's purpose and the vision God has given our elders to make the most of the minutes and the moments we have in front of us. It's time to wind the clock. Yeah, that's great. So good. Yeah. So I want to hear from you guys. What stood out to you from this message? Ladies first. Yes. So the biggest thing that stood out to me in this message is uh, the point that Breno made where he said that God is, a, is the God of the already. Mm. And it's just something that I don't think about often. And I don't think many people do is like God is there already and he's done it already mm -hmm. which is just like nuts to me and it's so easy i think for us to forget that um when we're going through trials that he's already gone before us mm -hmm. and he's already yeah. accomplished it for mm -hmm. us which is just like nuts to me so i've just been mm -hmm. processing that and that was definitely the biggest thing that stood out that's to me good. yeah it's incredible mm -hmm. and it's like i was just thinking about well, first of all, that point, it's he's the God of the already. It's kind of like confusing in yeah. our mind to think about. We're like, whoa. <laughs> but it's like God, he's seen us in our worst moments, but at the same exact time, he's seeing us in our greatest victory. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. All at once. And I think, like, I've never thought about it like that before. You know, like, we know who God is, but I've never sat down and been like, he sees what I'm going through now, but he already sees where I'm going to be. He already sees you overcoming what right. you're dealing with yeah. now. Yeah. yeah, and so I think that that, like, mm -hmm. is going to help me in future situations, you know, instead of, like, it's okay to feel emotion, obviously, but instead of being so, like, down and focusing mm -hmm. so much on the situation, yeah. focusing on God and being like, okay, you already have a way out, you know, for me, like, mm -hmm. I've, you've already overcome this for me. Yeah, as a young person, too, it helps me to, like, not worry about the future. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. I'm like... I'm in his hand, so it's handled. Right. right? Oh, that's good. Uh. So it just, yeah, it gave me a peace of mind knowing that, like, God God says the situation is good. And mm -hmm. he's going to, like Romans 8, 28, he's going to use it for my good mm -hmm. and his glory. And mm -hmm. I can take comfort knowing that this is hard right now, mm -hmm. but it's temporary. And God already sees me crossing the finish it. line. Yeah. You know? Uh, for me, yeah. I mean, obviously, um, we've been planning this particular message for months. Mm -hmm. um, as an eldership team, we always talk about our, our renewing our vision series, which is what this is. Um, and this year, I really felt impressed by the Holy Spirit that we needed to speak to uh, the younger generation in our church. Because what most people might not realize is that as our church has grown in size, it has gotten younger. Mm. Mm. I don't yeah, think people true. realize that. That's true. <laughs> As our church has grown uh, in size, it, and there was like standing room only here Sunday. Yeah. Um, it's crazy. It was packed. 
but it's gotten younger. Yeah. And so as an eldership team, we're, we're realizing that we're the old guys in the room. Mm. <laughs> uh, and and um, that's a good thing. Yeah. And we really felt like we have to do something in order to ask the young people to embrace the vision, to begin to own it. We want to be able to, we, our job now as elders is to target the le young leaders in our church that God wants to hand this over to. Like, mm. you know, it's like I'm yep. running... Uh, a, a race, you know, where you got different legs and you pass a baton off. We're mm -hmm. actually strategically thinking about how do we do that mm. within good. the next 15 years. Mm -hmm. um, so that's that's a thought. So we we put a lot of time and effort, and then we ask Breno. Mm -hmm. We need you to share it because obviously you're in that generation, and sure. and um, and so we challenged him for months, right, to work mm -hmm. on this. And so the thing that I think that came out the most powerful to me is when Breno said. As young people, the one thing we have to realize is that the faithfulness of God is pursuing us. Mm. Yeah. Like, that's an incredible statement, especially yeah. to target a younger generation. Yep. Um, not only is our eldership team trying to give us God's vision, and they're, they're working hard to carry the weight of the resource of it now, so you don't have to. Mm -hmm. All you have to do is do it. Um, but we have to realize that God's faithfulness is pursuing us. We look back on what the eldership team and God has been building over the last 25 years. Mm -hmm. And now we say, God, we can say God's been faithful. It's pursuing us as young people. That yeah. was, yeah. man, that was epic. And it's setting us that up for the epic. future. That <laughs> was epic. So that was me, man. It grabbed me. Yeah. yeah. And what stood out to me the most, honestly, the whole sermon, like I said, absolute. Fire. Yeah. Okay. I think it was even better the second time I listened to it. Yeah, same, <laughs> same. Um, but I think what hit me the most um, was when he started pro prophesying to specific young people. Yeah, call them out. Call them out. Awesome. And that was so special because, like, when you know someone personally, mm -hmm. you know, um, you can picture their past pain, present state, and future glory mm -hmm. when someone starts prophesying yeah. over them mm -hmm. like that. And I'm, I'm positive that the specific people that he was prophesying over felt seen by God in that moment, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. and it gave them hope for their future. Mm -hmm. Yeah, And because that's what it did for me, because he called me out too, and yeah. I was like legit crying, because I was just like, wow, God has been so good mm -hmm. to me. Mm -hmm. And like, he, he just has such a plan for my life. And also, one, one thing I really loved was his emphasis on that tragedies can be testimonies. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I've, I've always thought that, but never, like, in those exact mm -hmm. words. Mm -hmm. And that just shook me. I was like, whoa. Mm -hmm. Because, like, it's so easy <coughs> to just, like, use the pain of our past as an excuse. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, oh, well, I didn't have a life like this person. Mm -hmm. You know, like, this person just had it all together. Like, they're set up for success. Yeah. But, no, like, in reality, we're all broken. We all have pain. Mm -hmm. But God wants to use it all to, to connect to others. Because mm -hmm. I, I look at things that I've dealt with in my life, my my past pain, it's like, if it wasn't for that past pain, mm -hmm. I wouldn't be sympathetic to these people and I wouldn't be able to connect with them yep. in this way and bring them closer sure, to God. Yeah, it gives you empathy. Yeah, it mm -hmm. gives you empathy for mm -hmm. sure. Mm -hmm. And so that's that's one thing I really love, that tragedies can be testimonies. Yeah. I love it. So yeah, um, Don, can you read the scripture I can. Us, he please? opened up with Ephesians, which I think is, is, is great in the sense that he wanted to apply the idea of how God had uh, created us, mm. his workmanship. And so Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8 uh, through 10, uh, I'll just read it here in the New Living Translation. God saved you by his grace when you believed. And you, 
You can't take credit for this. It's a gift from God. Salvation is not a reward for the good things you've done. None of us can boast about it. For we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. So God created us to do good things now and tomorrow, but he planned those things long ago. Yeah, and that kind of ties back one of the main sermon that I opened up with in this series where God is speaking to Moses about Pharaoh mm. and the Red Sea when mm -hmm. everybody's panicked and God said, hey, I have planned this. And so there it is again. Yeah. yeah. So that's good. That's the scripture he opened up with and I thought it was great. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, the first point that Breno went into was that time is a human construct. Uh, God is outside of time. He does not w exist within the space-time dimensions he created. There is no past, present, and future for God. Mm -hmm. The temptation is to bring God to our level of understanding when we face trials, but we can't do that. God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. We need to remember that we serve the Alpha and Omega. This will help us trust in his, um, his mighty plan because he created our past, present, and future. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. So what are some practical things that we can do to remind ourselves that God is outside of our time clock and that he is working on a greater plan? I like it. The first thing I thought of was actually meditating on his promises. Because mm -hmm. like we all have access to the Bible, but like yeah. how, how many of us actually like read and like memorize and mm -hmm. just look at all of his promises listed in the Bible and just let them like penetrate deep within mm -hmm. our souls and just mm -hmm. let them fill every crevice and space of our mm -hmm. heart. You know, and when we when we have those deep inside of us, mm -hmm. then when we get in um, discouraging situation and like really hard moments, they become automatic thoughts mm -hmm. because we've just meditated over them so long. We've let them play in our houses. Mm -hmm. We've thought about them every day, processed mm -hmm. them. And so it's just like in any tough situation, it's like you're about to be tempted. Um, boom. You hear God saying, be strong. I am with yeah. you. Mm -hmm. um, I have a plan and purpose for mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. Or like when I feel myself starting to get anxious or overwhelmed, I hear God saying, be still and know that mm -hmm. I'm God. Peace, mm -hmm. peace I leave to you, peace I give to you. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, um, and so I really just think actually like meditating mm -hmm. on yeah. his word and his promises sure. can really um, change the course of our life and help us to remind ourselves that he is working on a greater plan, like my ways are greater than your ways, my thoughts are yeah, higher than good. your thoughts, you know? Amen. That's good. Yeah, for me, I mean, practically, um, I, I'm probably like everybody else. There, there are times in every day where you feel like you have to be in a hurry, mm -hmm. right? Like, I gotta hurry up, gotta hurry up, gotta hurry yeah. up. I got this to do, I got that to do, I got those things to do. And, and uh, you know, for this season, when I feel that way, I'm practically trying to tell myself, slow down. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. I, there are some things you need to get done, mm -hmm. you know. But, man, I find out that when I slow down, I, I'm, when I feel like I've got to be in a hurry or, you know, you're pressing these things, uh, there's everything that needs to be done. And how come everything needs to be done right now? Mm -hmm. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> everything is a crisis. Yeah. Or, you know, everything is a right now. Mm -hmm. It's got to be dealt with right now. And so uh, when I feel in these moments, I've, I've tried to downshift, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. I'm not good at it. I have to, <laughs> yeah. have to try on purpose. Let go, I, let go. Yeah. I, I, yeah, no, because I <laughs> yeah. am the racehorse, right? Like, uh, boom, yeah. let's charge, let's get it done and, and move forward and those things. And, 
And, uh, you know, I actually received a prophetic word a while back that said, God has not called you to be the racehorse. He's called you to be the hourglass. Hmm. So, um, you know, an hour is an hour. Yeah. You know, and, and the steady pace of the sand falling mm -hmm. still completes the hour. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Trust the process. Trust the process. Yeah. And so uh, from there, um, someone gave me a gift. It's in my office of a huge hourglass, right? And wow. I, I remind that. So practically for me, just remind myself that God is not in a hurry. Yeah. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. I, inside of time, I'm always in a hurry because I'm mm -hmm. always late. <laughs> I'm always pressured. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. out of your house. Yeah, yeah. I, one day, Brenda was here, right? Like, I was just like, I got to go. And I got to the church and I was still in my house. I was like, oh my gosh, I was in such a hurry to leave the house. I didn't even change my shoes. And Brenda's like, why do you have your house shoes on? <laughs> uh, but that, that is, that's the truth, isn't it? Yeah. God is never in a hurry. Mm -hmm. And so I have to remind myself that He's working on. Mm -hmm plan and his plan is outside of time like god's yeah. plan is always eternal mm -hmm. yeah my plan is always right now yeah um, and he doesn't need us like no. while we're waiting he's working yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. so that's Crazy. practically for me yeah wow. um before i share i went to a retreat one time it was like a three-day retreat and all of the clocks were covered it sounds really weird, but like you, they take your phone so you don't have access to like social media sure. and distraction. So they take your phone and they cover all of the clocks like in the church. And it, at first I was like, that's like gonna drive me nuts to not know what time it is. But it was such like, mm -hmm. like a calming mm -hmm. like experience because I wasn't like rushing to get from one thing to the next mm -hmm. thing. I was just being, yeah. you know, in that in that moment. And that just made me think. I just thought about that. Yeah, so and like, cool. you know. We're called human beings, but sometimes we act as if we're human doings. Yeah. Right. But yeah. God created us as human beings <laughs> to just like be with yeah. God, you know? Yeah, we forget that sometimes for sure. Yeah. Um, something for me that um, the Lord just put on my heart was to be in reflection of what he has done, I think is a really good way that we can remind ourselves that God works outside of our time clock. Because it's like I can reflect on the ways that I've seen him do it mm. and just be reminded of his goodness and that he's so much greater than what's going on right now in this hour. Yeah, because how many times did like the Israelites in the Bible just forget yeah. about all the things and yeah. God saying, no, like remember, like there's yeah. so much power, mm -hmm. there, there's so much power mm -hmm. in remembering yeah. what, he's done. what he's done. And it like mm -hmm. kind of pulls you forward to mm -hmm. the future. Yeah, for sure. I think too, like just before this sermon, it's not something that I ever really thought about. Yeah, You know, it's like you hear it and you know that God is omnipresent and he, is here, there, and forever, you mm -hmm. know? But it's not something That's that good. I was in constant reminder of. And so or I really think, processed. Yeah. And so I think um, just a challenge for me was to remind myself of who God is and that he is, that he is, you mm -hmm. know? Mm -hmm. um, and I think that that's something that we could all yeah. do more of, you know, is just remind ourselves of that. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Great. I, I think uh, from... In, in the as Bruno progressed through the message, um, I, I found myself looking around at all the young people, mm -hmm. and in, in particular, uh, you know, just obviously I have closer relationships with some than I do others, just because I've known them longer, mm -hmm. um, and that kind of thing. But and and I kept just watching and trying to see how are they receiving what God is saying to them. And when God, when Breno got to the place that when he said, um, you know, we serve the God of the already, mm -hmm. um, 
I could see some lights turn on. You know what I'm saying? And um, that, that is an incredible thought. You know, in the book of Joshua, God tells Joshua that he'd already mm-hmm. delivered Jericho into his hands. Mm-hmm. That's a past tense aspect of mm-hmm. that. You know what I'm saying? He yeah. didn't say, I, right. I'm, going I'm going to. to. <laughs> he said, I already. Yeah. I've delivered them. Mm-hmm. It's a past tense part. So God is speaking to Joshua about a future event, but God yeah. is on purpose saying it in the past tense, mm-hmm. right? And it's a great reminder to us that God has already given us victory. Now, that hit me clear because Brenda's speaking to the young people of the church. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're yet to go through some hard trials yeah. in their lives. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. They're yet to experience some things. Mm-hmm. They've already experienced some things that they mm-hmm. think are horrible. But there's some of them. It's life. We live in a broken yeah. world that are going to experience some incredible defeats. Yeah. They're going to face some huge mountains. Mm. They're going to have to cross some very deep valleys. Mm. And when Breno said, God's the God of already, mm-hmm. that mountain you're going to face, God's already climbed it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that sea that you think you can't cross, God's already split it. Mm-hmm. That, you know, if you're going to need more time, uh, God is the God who's already held the sun still, yeah. right? Uh, it, and so it was good. a great reminder that that enemy you're going to face, God has already defeated him. He's mm-hmm. the God of already for you. Yeah. And you can see the winner in young people start to rise up. Mm-hmm. I'm, I am a winner. You know, I, I'm, yeah. I'm ahead. And that's the theme, win the day, right? Mm-hmm. Like, um, and, and man, when Jesus went ahead and won, now you just get to rest in victory. Yeah. That's an incredible thought, right? Yeah. And, and Brenner said, the sooner we as young people embrace this truth, the more we'll embrace the legacy of the ministry mm. uh, here with passion and confidence and commitment. And that was brilliant, right? Yeah. Like that, that calls us to something to say um, success, right? Because people engage in what they win, they disengage in what they lose, right? Mm. So. I mean, for us, we can talk about in our own lives maybe some testimonies of how God's proved himself to be faithful. Mm. Um, how, how's, he, how's he been the God of already, mm. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I was thinking about, I mean, I thought of a lot of things. Yeah. There's been a lot of cases. I was like, oh, my gosh, how do I decide? But I think one thing that's really um, relevant in my life now is that, I mean, I've been a student for 13 years now. And, or more than that, um, I, I consider myself a student of life, but um, I'm a college student and um, I really, I always like strive to like get good grades and like try to do as much as I can and like be successful, you know. Um, and I just like looking back over the years um, and I would struggle with um, anxiety, not just about school, but just about my life in general, mm. and feeling so anxious of like, oh my gosh, God, how am I gonna, how am I gonna get past this? Like, school is so hard. Like, mm. all this other stuff I'm dealing with is so hard. And I just remember God, like every semester, God is proving Himself faithful mm-hmm. again and again and again. Mm. Like, I got like. I didn't study as much as like my other friends did, but I got <laughs> way better grades mm. than I could ever expect. And mm-hmm. like 
my GPA was like always higher and I'm like how did this happen like God would God would just sustain me through every season every semester and show me that like I've given you favor like mm-hmm. um, I've given you like understanding and knowledge and wisdom to like carry you through and I've given you the strength to like be successful mm-hmm. in this area and now just being in like my last semester um, about to get my associates in May like God's just given me so much peace in knowing that, like, okay, mm. your classes kind of suck right now, but, like, <laughs> you can just rest in me because sure. I got sure. you. Like, yeah. I'm the God who got you through each semester mm-hmm. way better than mm-hmm. you expected. I'm going to be faithful mm-hmm. for this last mile. And yeah. I've just been able to, like, rest in that knowing that he's already seeing me walking across like that it. stage and graduating mm-hmm. um, with my associates and yeah. um, that it's going to be better than I expect again mm-hmm. because, yeah, he's the God of the already. Love yeah, it. that's so good. I had a really hard time of thinking of just one thing to share, but I think that um, the biggest thing, not the biggest, but what God really put on my heart to share was um, my addiction to pornography when I was a teen. Mm -hmm. And that is something that we don't talk about enough. I think with the women particularly. And it's something that I want to talk about because Mm -hmm. I want other young women who might be struggling with the same thing to know that they are not alone. Like I felt alone and I felt like I was the only woman on the face of the planet that was Mm -hmm. dealing with this thing. But um, what God... And that's a great truth. And I'm Mm -hmm. glad you shared it because obviously in ministry, I've helped a lot of men, Mm -hmm. uh, young men. Breno's walked with a lot of young men to help deal with that. It's one of those things where we kind of just go, okay, he's a dude. We're going to have to deal with that. Yeah. Uh, But... When women struggle with it, mm-hmm. it's it's a different struggle. We yeah. don't talk about it. It's like taboo it's like, almost. Yeah, and it's yeah. almost like, okay, I can deal with a dude with that, but I don't yeah. know how to help a, a young lady with yeah. that. And so I think that that's great that you mm-hmm. share it. Yeah. Um, because there are some people who are listening mm-hmm. who yeah, yeah, are yeah. saying, I, you know, this is a secret that yeah. – Maybe the guys can share, but I can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, right? and so there's a I don't lot want to of you, no. But I just thought you're it was fine. Great. There's a lot of shame associated with <gasps> sure. even yeah. sharing it too, right? Because it's mm-hmm. like, well, if I share this thing, then people are going to look at me differently. Mm-hmm. And the truth is that some people might, but mm-hmm. God doesn't look at me any differently. And sure. if my testimony can help somebody else, tragedy, yeah, to testimony. Ex- amen. Yeah, yeah, then I should be sharing it, and that's what God has called me to. And he was faithful to me when I was not being faithful to him, you know, and he was still walking with me. He was in the pit with me. You know, when I was at rock bottom, he was right there. And, you know, there was a moment where I was like, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to go to heaven or hell. My sister, I told my sister, I was like, if Jesus were to come back right now, I don't know where I would be going. Wow. And that is when things really started to turn around for me. And God just showed up, you know, it's like he showed up and he took that from me. Mm -hmm. And, that was the best day of my life because yeah. it's something that I didn't think I would ever be able to overcome, you know? Yeah. And it's like, he didn't see, he didn't look at my addiction and say that my addiction was good, but he saw my situation and he's like, how can I use this? How can I use Leora with this? And he saw me mm-hmm. here today, you yeah. know, being able to share that and sharing my testimony for others. Yeah. And God uses those things mm-hmm. to like reveal himself to us. Cause it's yeah. like, if we have like no struggles, like life mm-hmm. is good, like we're not going through anything. It's like, mm-hmm. how can God like reveal himself in yeah. a powerful way? Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm so thankful that you're sharing that. Cause that's something that I dealt with like preteen, like mm-hmm. super young, young age. And like, I remember thinking like, wow, I wish like, I didn't feel alone in this. I wish there was someone mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. you that could help me. Cause I, mm-hmm. I didn't, 
I didn't feel like I could talk to anyone. And I yeah. think God is really going to use you mm-hmm. in that way to mm-hmm. like reach younger girls. Because the thing is, as time goes by, it's going to be more prevalent because yeah. it's accessible. At your fingertips. <laughs> like, yeah. I, think about, I think about, like Breno said, a tragedy, the testimony. Mm-hmm. But we also have heard uh, the testimony is prophecy. Yes. Mm-hmm. So if God did it for you. Yeah. Yeah can do it right and so that's the purpose of the testimony mm-hmm. right? i like to tell people that i'm not special like yeah. god didn't choose me you know what yeah. i mean yeah. he wasn't like only you leora you know yeah. so like the the things that he did for me mm-hmm. and for you and for you brenda like he can do for anybody yeah, the else God of already yeah, yeah no. and so, so good he he's already prepared your deliverance yeah um, oh yeah. that's so good yeah that's yeah. so good and yeah. that's that's excellent yeah i you know i, I struggle too like i i mean Obviously, I'm the old guy in the room again today, but uh, that's on purpose, I think, in Wisdom. the sense that I, I love that this message targeted young people, Yes. Uh, and I hope they listen to it more than once, mm-hmm. and I, I hope that um, somehow we're able to express what happened at the end of the service when Breno mm-hmm. gave an mm-hmm. altar call, when there was 120-plus young people mm-hmm. at the altar. Like, you couldn't get to the front yeah. of the church. Um, there's pictures that man, I don't know if we can share them or put them on. I don't know how to do it yet, but mm-hmm. they're beautiful yeah, in that sense that I, you know, I can think about a lot of things in yeah. my own life that God has done, but a recent one in the fact that um, you know, the elders knew a little bit in the sense that um, a little over a year ago, um, the doctors told me I was in kidney failure. Mm. And uh, we didn't talk a lot about it mm-hmm. uh, just because, you know, I anyway. Um, and so, you know, like I prayed about it, but I have to admit in, in at, uh, at the beginning of that, I was, uh, yeah, I was concerned mm-hmm. in the sense that that's not how I want to go out, God. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to go out this way. I'm too young to go out this way. Uh, kidney failure, what is that? Like, I've mm-hmm. always been a pretty healthy guy. Yeah. I mean, I've injured myself because of stupid. <laughs> Uh, but I've always been a pretty healthy guy. Surgeries I've usually put stupid back together. But <laughs> that was a year that I had to press into God in prayer in a specific way that I'd never prayed mm-hmm. before. And that's for, mm-hmm. hey, God, this is not, you haven't called me to go out this way. Yeah. Uh, and so, I mean, I did some things. I changed my diet. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm changed? All those things. and uh, Speak in faith things. and then do the works. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh, but God stayed with me the whole time. Mm-hmm. In the sense that uh, he kept promising, you know, in the end, right? I've already been yeah. there, right? Like mm-hmm. I've already been there, and um, I remember praying for some people who had kidney issues, and you know, not telling those people. Mm. The doctors have said I'm in kidney failure. Yeah. Um, so, and they were so concerned. You know, mm-hmm. I I was just like, I'm gonna believe God's the God of already, mm-hmm. and like you said, I'm gonna pray in faith. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to do my part. Yeah. yeah. Um, and of course, after a year, uh, the end test results were: hey, your kidneys are back to normal. Amazing. We don't know what happened, and and mm. of course, I I <laughs> God's the God of already. Yeah. That was my testimony yeah. where well, God showed Himself faithful. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I'll be honest, my my biggest <clears throat> prayer was God. I don't want to go out that way. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah. Um, I want some longevity in ministry because of the young people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's the whole goal is, is to give it to the young people mm-hmm. um, and the priorities. So mm-hmm. I, I, I ask God uh, for his faithfulness mm-hmm. uh, for enough time to do that. And so I feel like he answered it. So yeah, he great. showed up as a healer. And I'm so, yeah. and I'm so thankful that, um, 
the leadership of this church is being intentional yeah. about doing this stuff now because you see like other churches don't do that. They are mm-hmm. intentional about it and then things die, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, and so. We just uh, have such a vision here. Mm-hmm. Even last night, and I can share this at our elders meeting, uh, on one of our agenda items, because mm-hmm. the altar was full, you guys are here, mm-hmm. uh, of young people is, uh, as elders, how do we clean up Breno's mess? <laughs> Which it was reference to the altar call, right? Like, mm-hmm. and, and we talked probably for 45 minutes mm. just on that thing about how do we follow up with what God just did. Yeah. Mm. Um, and it was deep. I mean, mm-hmm. it was powerful yeah. uh, for sure that and it was humbling like there were men in the room who were just mm-hmm. in tears mm-hmm. because our young people said yes yeah we want it mm-hmm. we want mm-hmm. the legacy of yeah. this ministry and we just started thinking physically spiritually financially everything has to be prioritized mm-hmm. and it was it was so good i think yeah. what was really cool about this message too is that the young kids like i feel they know that they're loved right but this really put it into perspective for them like they can do more than just come to church or Mm -hmm. just go to youth like not be spectators yeah yeah like they they can be involved in the vision of the church and it's like maybe some of them hadn't really thought about that before you know or maybe they've been told that they can't be or they came from a church where that wasn't really Mm -hmm. the vibe you know Mm -hmm. and so now they're here and they see that the eldership really wants for them to be involved and I think that that's important that they know that they're wanted and that we see them and we see the gifts that they're bringing to the table and kind of lighting that fire in them. And it's contagious because yeah. yeah. we, we saw young people from young adults, which are you know post high school, college career uh, kind of age, right? <laughs> all the way down to our middle school group, mm-hmm. you know, and they were all moving mm. uh, in the power of the Lord and in the spirit of the Lord. And there were some new young people who mm-hmm. maybe haven't been exposed to the idea of church as long as we have yeah that were moved that really they blessed were me like, yes yeah what is like, this and yes. i want it uh-huh. right like uh, so it was so yeah. good mm-hmm. um and anyway I, yeah. I hope that we will listen to breno's message two or three times over yeah it's yeah. so good mm-hmm. yeah That's- Sorry, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> this morning when I was getting out of bed, God was like, reaction and action are obviously two different things. Mm-hmm. And it, with this message, it's like we can react in the moment, like take part in the altar call. And we can feel so encouraged and we can pray for each other, but we have to make sure that that's not where it ends, right? Like yeah. if I don't put action to the things that I'm learning, then it's going to fizzle out. And there were so many times in my younger years where I would have like go up to the altar and I'd be prayed for and I'd feel so on fire and I'd be like, yeah, this is it. This is so good. But then I would fail to leave and put action to it and then it would fizzle out and I'd be like, what the heck happened? Like, yeah, yeah. why am I not feeling this way anymore? And so my prayer is that <coughs> not just the young kids, but like me and like kids that are, or people that are older than me would put action to what, what Breno has yeah. said and like to watch what God is going to do. Yeah. Yeah. Wind the clock and answer the alarm. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And, That's good. And it's so visible that God is doing a new thing. Yes. Sure. Here. And I'm just so thankful our church is like, mm-hmm. we're going to receive the new thing that God is mm-hmm. doing rather than hold on to past glories. Yeah. And, and, there, to, and to be complacent, but we're going to step into yeah. the new thing and receive it. There's more to come. Yeah, the best uh, is yet to come. Yeah. And it'll be revealed in the next few months, but mm. uh, boy. Mm. <laughs> For sure, the best is yet to come. I'm so excited, I'm so excited. Yeah, and uh, to bring us home, uh, one thing that Breno was saying is that there's a place for everyone in this house, all ages, Mm -hmm. to 
to serve um, because all of our abilities and gifts are needed. Like mm-hmm. God has placed something special in each of us to yeah. pour mm-hmm. out into others. And we were we were made for such a time as this. Yeah. So the call to action for this week is grab a hold of the vision God has given this church for yourself and find a way to get involved with the church. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. let's pray. Yeah, Let's do it. Yeah. Lord, thank you for this time together. Mm -hmm. Lord, thank you for the new thing that you're doing in this house. Thank you, Mm -hmm. um, Lord, that you're just you're just getting started, Lord, Mm -hmm. and that the best is yet to come and that we have a hope. We are in your hands. Mm -hmm. So it's handled. You are victorious over our past and present Mm -hmm. situation. God, Um, Lord, we thank you. God, we honor you. We give you Mm -hmm. glory. Um, thank you for what you what you've already done and thank you Mm -hmm. um, for what you're doing and what you're about to do Mm -hmm. God God we believe and we expect Lord and I pray Mm -hmm. that people um, would let this word penetrate Mm -hmm. in their hearts Lord and I pray that they would just meditate on your promises and what you have for them Mm -hmm. and that people would begin to walk in purpose Lord Mm -hmm. thank you Jesus and everybody said amen Amen. I like it so thanks for watching Uh, make sure to share this video Mm -hmm. like subscribe, do all the things, get the word out, and stay tuned for next week. God bless.